Hey, this is Nick here, senior writer over at Sports Pack 12. And this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So send in your written questions wherever the frick you are in the conference, baby. Send them in. Send them in. And I'll respond via podcast form. And fellow senior writer Dane Miller will respond via written column. So seriously, send them in. I have a lot of fun doing this research, giving back the knowledge, the love, learning your concerns, all that, baby. We got the love, the knowledge. I'm going to give back to the people. Got to do it for yourself first. That's my ethics lessons, but then I'm here for you, the people. So from down south to Arizona, to east out to Utah, to east, to the west out to the Palouse of Washington State, we got the Cali schools, we got the Oregon schools, we got Buffs Nation. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, in its in our entirety, we make up the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12, and we're better for it. So without further ado, send in your questions. Let's come together and la 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 la. Let's get to it. Today's question is from Blake. <laughs> he writes, a completely non-biased Sun Devils fan in Glendale, Arizona. So the actual question reads, what is Arizona problem in football? They have a good campus, good school, nice weather, but other than a couple years under Dick Tomey and Rich Rod, they haven't done squat. So again, the actual question here is, what is Arizona's problem in football? So I agree with you, Blake. Definitely not a dominant program by any means necessary, but hey man, in 1948, they had a marvelous six and five campaign with a loss in the Salad Bowl. Man, you man, you out here in the Salad Bowl losing games, that screams dominance. That screams perennial title stallion level type stuff. So getting into kind of a more serious tone and to answer the actual question, I think this is a really, really interesting question. One that I thoroughly enjoy doing. So to kind of get everyone on the same page here though, Blake was talking about the good years under Dick Tomey and Rich Rod. And I'll quickly recap those. Because with the exception of that in the last half decade, they don't really have many 10-win seasons. So you're looking at here in 2014, they're 10-4 and under Rich Rod with a loss in the Fiesta Bowl. And in 1998, they're 12-1 and with a win in the Holiday Bowl. And 1993, they're 10-2 and with a win in the Fiesta Bowl. And the 98 and 93 seasons were coached by Dick Tomey. I felt like robotic saying that. But again, those are really the only... Three 10-win seasons pretty much the last half a decade. So that's not really a lot out of a program. And you'd expect better. You really would. And so I'm going to take a kind of quick jump over here and look at the ASU football program because I think there may be something vital in the two points here um, or kind of in connection with the two schools. I know that they probably don't like being connected too often. But hey, you're both in the state of Arizona with raging freaking heat. So you're connected. So if you're looking at ASU's football program, though, in its entirety, they've been pretty inconsistent. They have had more years in Arizona. I want to really make sure to point that out. Definitely more success. Not consistently though. So you're looking at the early 70s under Frank Cush and ASU is dominant. But with the exception of that, just kind of random good years here and there. One year in 1986 coached by John Cooper. One year in 1996 coached by Bruce Snyder. In 2007, one year under Dennis Erickson. And these are good years I'm talking about. And then in 2013 and 2014, back-to-back 10-win seasons with Todd Graham in a win in the Sun Bowl in 2014. So yeah, you are right here. ASU has had a little bit more success, but just not not really a lot. So the reason I'm including ASU with you here is my first two reasons of why Arizona, the Wildcats, aren't going to be good or haven't been historically good in football is pretty simple, and that's weather. I mean, who wants to play football in that type of weather? And granted, they have a new indoor practice facility, but I mean, you're looking at like, big linemen, do you really think they want to walk around in 110 degree weather? And I know like you get used to the environment you're in every day. That's exceptional heat. I was doing a 
partner podcast with my buddy Dane and Nick. He actually lives in Tucson. And I'm just shouting down from Seattle, hey, Dane, what's the weather? And he, he shouts back 107. In Arizona, people say that normally. Like, oh, you know, it's 107. And it's like, dude, what do you mean it's just 107? Are you mad? Like, I don't mean to make fun of you, but seriously, do you know how hot that really is? So you're looking at like, even though UA is a beautiful new indoor practice facility, do you really want to be in that? Seriously, as a 300-pound lineman, just think about the physics. That is not a good mix. So that's going to be my point number one. But my first two points I consider essentially a tie for number one, weather and location. And what I mean by location is they're in a really, really tough recruiting spot. And again, these first two reasons do apply to UA and ASU, in my opinion. So you know, it's something I feel very strongly and convicted about. So here you're looking at, in terms of the Pac-12 for location, they're close to USC. How are you really going to recruit against USC? You're not. I mean, they're one of the most dominant football programs of all time. So trying to out-recruit them just isn't going to happen. And you're looking at the kind of the California area where a lot of top prospects come out of. The SoCal guys probably want to stay in LA. And the NorCal guys probably want to go play at North, whether it's Stanford, Cal, or even like a school like Oregon, which is probably pretty actually closer because NorCal and SoCal is actually really far apart done that drive a couple times so the other aspect of location here is you're also close to texas where football is king but you're far enough away where the recruits won't go to arizona having new mexico in the middle there might hurt arizona's recruiting chances those guys are probably used to playing in the heat but again those guys are probably going to want to stay at home as well so you're next to cali and you're just far enough away from texas where it actually hurts your recruiting i think that those two reasons in those two states in particular really hurts Arizona's chances. Just really, really hurts them. USC is a dominant football. You're not going to be able to out-recruit them. I've already said that. And again, same thing with Texas. I mean, you've seen all the high school football movies, man. They take that seriously. And if you're really passionate about the game, why would you go to a school like Arizona when you could be playing at UT? I mean, that just, I mean, it may not be something that people want to hear, but that's just facts. So those are going to be my two reasons that specifically apply to both Arizona schools. And again, I'm including ASU in the first two reasons. But now we're hopping to UA alone. I think that they do have a very good dominant athletic program in regards to a lot of other sports. So you're looking at the Arizona basketball program, obviously their marketing program. But the thing is, they're not like as historic as some people may think. They have one national championship and four final four appearances. And like, granted, that's really good. It's not exactly as good as some people may think but that's the power of reputation when you think of ua you think of a dominant freaking program i mean seriously i know that my school is in the pac-12 and from a talent level i never want to play the cats they're always better than them at least usually so you're looking at some notable names you got jason terry deandre ayton and richard jefferson out of ua and i'm thinking just from the financial aspect that the basketball program probably makes a lot of money for the school and well like (laughs) You know, you know how it is, man. I mean, it's about money in the end. If basketball is covering a big portion of their athletic department, granted, you can always make for in the, uh, make more in the football field, but for basketball, you're still probably getting a pretty nice chunk of change in your revenue column. So, Also, one thing that people may not know, you probably know it because you're from Arizona, but you're looking at the Wildcats athletic program in its entirety. Their softball program is freaking dominant. Eight NCAA titles to their name since 1991. And to coincide with that, their baseball team is absolutely amazing with four national championships, one in 2012, and um, 17 appearances in the College World Series. So you're looking at the financial and reputation aspect. You got the UA basketball program. And then you're looking kind of just the local point of pride. You got the softball and baseball programs. 
So really the athletic department in its whole is very solid and it may kind of draw interest away from football. Like you want to be good, but it may not be a requirement since you have, you know, just good other programs. When you have other teams to cheer for, you can float to that instead of focus on the negative. And so that's going to cover that in terms of its athletic department. And I got a bonus point here for you. My bonus point is that UA is a really good school. And like, it, I know it seems like weird, but there are schools who are like not very well-known academically, I want to say. And so they put a lot of extra finances into athletics because in, in the end, it's usually about money. So UA ain't going to do that. UA is a highly reputable school. It's not easy to get into. And athletics probably aren't going to be their main point of emphasis, to be quite frank. The main point of emphasis is usually going to be a- academics at UA struggling with academics like a rapper. So that's going to be my fourth reason. And ultimately, those are the reasons. I really, really enjoyed this question. I thought it was a lot of fun to do. And just to really quickly reiterate, you got the location. You're trying to recruit linemen in 100-degree weather. That's probably not going to help your chances. Secondly, their location, being stuck between Cal and Texas, that just, in terms of recruiting, and recruiting's half the battle. That's just tough, man. doesn't really get much tougher than that. Third point, UA is a very good school. They're going to focus their money on academics rather than athletics for the most part. And fourth, where did my fourth point go? I thought I knew this off the top of my head. Oh yeah, their athletic department and society is good. You got a a very reputable basketball program and a dominant softball and baseball program. So seriously, Blake, I really did like this question. It was kind of a little bit more intuitive kind of how do I phrase this, is more intuition rather than research. I mean, you can research this a little bit, which obviously I did, but I really appreciate this. You let me use my creative imagination, bud. So I got two things to take us out because I didn't come with my randomness at the top here. Why are there two Glendales? There's one in California and there's one in Arizona. Is that the same place? You on a time travel mission? What's you doing, Blake? And third, for UA, Gronk smash. Because you don't remember Rob Gronkowski went to UA? I don't know what you're doing in your life. I didn't know that about two seconds ago until I looked it up. But seriously, Blake, great question. And I'm not going to reiterate my four reasons again. That's why I think that their football program has struggled on a consistent basis. Have a great day from Seattle down to Glendale.